You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. One thing that we need to get in our being this morning in reference to Psalm 119 and 104 is it's okay for a child of God to hate certain things. It's all right to hate some stuff. It's all right to say that detests me. As for the sophisticants, <laughs> you are detestable. That is sickening. It's okay for you to hate certain things as long as you understand from a theological standpoint what hate is. You have to understand from God's standpoint uh, and even from a biblical standpoint, what hate is. Hate is the opposite or antithesis of love. Hate is the opposite or antithesis of love. So let's consider what love is from a theological and, and biblical standpoint. Go to First uh, John in the back of the Bible. First John, the fourth chapter. And uh, the eighth verse. First John, the fourth chapter and the eighth verse simply says this right here. He who does not love does not know God. And this is what I want you to get. For God is love. God does not, not just have a trait, a characteristic of love. God is love. So when we talk about hating, we should hate everything God hates. I said we should hate everything God hates. Now, John... Chapter 1 states from the first verse and following, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Not only is God love, God is His Word. I should hate everything that the Word tells me to hate. I should hate everything God hates, and because God is his word, I should hate everything the word tells me to hate. 
Like it or not, if your your name is in the Bible and it says that you need to hate so-and-so, I hate you just because the word says I need to hate you. You can try to tell me all day you're a good person, but if it's in the Bible to hate you, I'm going to hate you despite what you say. Why are you saying that? Because some things that try to make you think that they are all right, you need to hate those things because the Bible tells you to hate them. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Well, what's wrong with it is that the Bible says that it's no good. Seemed like Satan was all right with Eve. He, I don't see what Satan did nothing wrong telling her about that tree. Why I need to hate him? Because the Bible tells you to detest the devil and demons. Are you with me? And so it's okay to, to hate. And we specifically need to hate what God hates. Uh, we need to hate what the word tells us to hate. How many are with me? So let's look at a couple of things that the word tells us to hate. Let's go to the book of Psalm 26. Psalm 26 and 5. Ready? I have hated the assembly of evildoers and will not sit with the wicked. If you wicked, I don't want to sit on your couch. I don't want to be in your presence. I have hated the assembly of evildoers, even from an ecclesiastical standpoint, if there is a church that's known for evil. I'm not going to that church. I need to hate the fact that evil is taking place there. I don't go to the club because I know what takes place at the club. You know what takes place at the club. What take place at the club? Evil. That's where Ella Florence used to drink his liquor. That's where Ella Freeman used to sell drugs at the club. People go to the club to try to find, try to get some drugs. But if you know your uncle is having a tea party, some of y'all folks like, what is the tea party? It's a party where ain't no tea, ain't no tea there. No tea. Where the lifting, ain't no lifting. 
Ain't no left in here. Why y'all call it a tea party? Because we're going to get drunk. We got some stuff that's the cup. Ain't no tea here. Y'all hear me? And so you, you have to learn to hate it. And, and, and I'm going to tell you something. Uh, you can become comfortable at certain places you, you, can, you can hate. You should hate. Yeah? You, you can be looking, you can be looking at, at television. And you be like, man, I ain't got to be looking at this. But if you start looking at you'll become comfortable looking at it. But you but but you you'll be convicted because you you'll be the only one at the house. Let me just turn it down. down. Woo! Let me close the blinds too. You upstairs, but you're gonna close the blind. Why? You convicted. You know you ain't got no business looking at it. Let's go further. Psalm 31. Y'all stay with me. Verse 6, Psalm 31 and 6. I have hated those who regard useless idols. See, you, you have to be monotheistic when it comes to worship. What is that, monotheistic? It is when you have chose to worship one God, the true God. You refuse to, to spend time with anything that tries to be more than your God. You refuse to put anything or anybody before your God. Like it or not, when you start putting something or someone before your God, that thing or that person has become an idol. A false God. As much as you love what you do, what you do should never become more important than your God. Nothing should become more important than your God. As much as you love a particular person, that person should never come before God. But as my baby, I don't care if it's your baby, baby, boo. That person should never come before God. The moment a thing or persons is put ahead of God, you become an idol worshiper. I said, you become an idol worshiper. And, and, and folk who question your devotion to God, saying, do it really take you doing all that for God? They, they don't understand when, when God is first in your life, you give him all of your being. 
You give him your time. You give him your money. You sacrifice to him. You adore him not only in the church, but outside the church. You are not a Sunday Christian. You love and worship your God every single day. You're not just somebody that you dress up and come to church and you put in your religious time on Sunday. No, you make sure that you live the life that God has ordained for you to live from Sunday to Sunday. Am I talking about you? If you only worship God on Sunday nine times out of ten, it says about you, you are an idol worshiper. Because God wants commitment from us every single day. If it's hard for you to pray, but it's easy for you to do other things. If you'll crawl out to bed just, just to do certain things that you enjoy doing, but, but you'll turn over when, when, it, when it's time to go to church, you are in the seat of a false worship. You are in the place of someone that is not putting God first. Some say, I hate useless idols. You have to have in your being, ain't nobody going to come before God. I'm going to dedicate my thinking, my talking, and my doing to God. No matter what. Does that mean you're going to be perfect? Absolutely not. We strive to do right. We, 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 we are not perfect beings. Jesus himself solved that, that question when he said there is none perfect but, but God. Nobody perfect but our Lord. Amen. But now notice when it comes to Psalm 119, 104, the latter part, that the psalmist just simply states here, I hate every false way. I hate every false way. And of course, he, he was not omniscient. So he didn't know every false way. How can you say that? Because he was a human. Just like you don't know every false way. Do you? But every false way you do know, you should hate. If I bring out something today and show you according to scripture that it's false, you should leave here hating that thing. <laughs> Or you should leave here trying to hate that thing. Because <laughs> some things you hate, uh, some things that, that, that you know are false and you hate, you done mess around and fell in love with. <laughs> so it may take you a good minute to loose that thing. <laughs> Woo! Good God from Zion. I know I'm talking to somebody. 
I know I ain't got no business. I ain't know I ain't got no business doing this right here, but Lord, I done just got so close to it. Yeah, but it, but you need to keep calling that thing false. And make it in make up in your mind that you're gonna cut it off. You're gonna sever the relationship. Why? Because it's false. What do you mean false? It's wrong. It's ungodly. It is against the will of God. But it feels, I know it feels good, but it's still wrong. Didn't nobody say amen. Because you got something that feels good, but you know it's wrong. I know I ain't got no business eating no more of it. I done already had four slices of it, but it's so good. Just one more. Now you need to leave that thing alone. Woo! Say to your neighbor, just some things you just got to cut loose. Some of us know about living on Wrong Street. How many have ever lived on Wrong Street? Wake up in the morning thinking about doing wrong. Lay down thinking about doing wrong. Your meditation was on wrong things. You lived on Wrong Street. You got to learn how to hate some stuff. Woo, I used to love getting high. Yeah, I said it. Tell them I said it. I used to love getting high. I used to love getting what? All the time. I used to love it. It used to feel so good to jump. Woo! It felt so good, but I had to learn how to. Why didn't he say it? Why don't you say some things you used to love? That you had to turn around and start hating. Especially when you found out this thing going to kill me if I don't stop. Or this man going to kill me if I don't stop. This woman going to kill me if I don't. You understand what I'm saying? He said, I hate every false way. And I don't care what you say in the Bible is right when it says that sin has pleasure. It's reading you hear when you hear lying preachers get up and say, "Yeah, I, I just didn't like that." They lying. <laughs> I was drinking liquor, and I, I knew it was messing up my inside, but I still wanted some. Snorting coke to the point to where sometimes my nose would just bleed for an hour. But after the bleeding stopped, I wanted some more coke. Beat my, beat my leg trying to make a vein come up. 
Had him, what, all the veins in my arm just beat my leg trying to make it come up, even hitting it to the point. Come on up. Hated needles. To this day, don't like needles, but that hot. Woo. 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 Oh, that felt so good. Had to learn how to hate it. He said, I could never do nothing like that. Yeah, but it's something you could do. I said, it's something you used to like to do, and you don't want nobody to know about it. Yeah, you tell everybody about, yeah, I was such and such and God bless me, but it's something that they hear it. I tell them this, but I ain't going to never let them know about such and such. There are things I had to learn to hate. And and some things that you need to hate, you can't give them up on your own. You're going to have to have folks to help you. The church is a sanctuary. That's the reason when you get saved, the, the one place you need to make it your business to be at every time the doors open is the church. Especially if you, you were like I used to be. I used to get high every day. I used to be on the hunt every day. You hear me? Every single day. And, and I needed somebody to be praying for me. I used to call folk late at night because, because I, I would start getting the urge to go to the club, to go and do stuff. And I just, hey, I, I need somebody to talk to. You got a few minutes, and, and them few minutes turned into an hour because I needed somebody to talk to. Because I knew if somebody didn't encourage me, preach to me a little bit, I'd be at the club, not on the dance floor, but I would be the stalker at the club. I come in like a stalk. I'd be like, I need somebody to talk to me. I got stalking on my. I had to learn to hate every false way. Every night, tell don't tell me, don't tell me you're going through it and you can't quit. Yes, you can quit. If I could quit, if Elder White could quit, if Minister Jackson could quit, if Freeman could quit, if Brother Ant could quit, you can quit. You just got to make up in your mind that this thing is wrong and I got to hate it and then sever the relationship. Lord have mercy. Let me hurry. He said, I hate every false way. I hate every false way. And see, you got to watch the ways of of, uh, 
certain things as it pertains to the scripture. Scripture will let you know exactly some things that you you're gonna have to be you gonna have to be mindful of. How many understand? Go with me to the book of Proverbs. Lord have mercy. Go with me to the book of Proverbs. So we can we can look at some ways that we just need to just start hate. Need to just look at some false ways. Y'all holding on? Proverbs 4 and 19. The way of the wicked is like darkness. I used to be wicked. Notice, notice he goes on to say, the way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. Why I can't quit doing this? It's killing me, but why I keep wanting it? The thing that, that's killing you, you still want to do it. Brother messing with that man, you gonna mess around and catch. I know you're right, preacher, but I just love that man. I know God didn't create man for me to mess with Walker, but I'd rather have a man than a woman. And I don't know why. That's just right. Look at it. Look at this verse again. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. And, and sometimes you, you can get so spiritual to where you forget where you came from. Start looking at folks struggling. You be like, man, how she letting herself go like that? Same way you used to let yourself go. Same exact way. Yeah, same exact way. Yeah. How can she not take a bath? Same way you didn't take a bath for two weeks. And didn't know you were smelling. Everybody else did, but you thought you was all right. Same exact way. Got the nerve to not want to hug folk, and and then when you back in the day, you used to get up in somebody, somebody face who hadn't brushed their teeth in weeks, blowing them a shotgun, and now you too cute to hug somebody. You ought to quit. You know that ain't right. Pass around, pass around a filth, drinking after folk that ain't. Don't know nothing about personal hygiene, but you just, yeah, I don't care. Pass. <laughs> Give me that bottle. I mean, understand what I'm talking about. I know some of y'all don't. Y'all just like. 
what I'm talking about is wickedness. And see, in our day and time, folk try to clean it up and make it seem like it's all right. But the bottom line is still wicked. Even from the pulpit, they try to make it seem all right to get involved in a whole lot of foolishness. But it's still wicked. It's still wrong. How many understand? Good God. Can we go further? Let's go to the 12th chapter. I'm closing. I'm getting ready to close it. Y'all just stay with me. Proverbs 12. This getting under my skin. It need to. It do. It really, it really do. You need to understand this. Well, that preacher said I was all right. Well, you can't take the preacher's word if it's not according to the Bible. If a preacher going to try to tell you it's all right for you to do this, that, and the other, just tell him point blank, show me. Show me in the Bible that it's all right. You say it's all right and what, what, what his name preaching is wrong, so show me in the Bible that it's all right. But consider Proverbs 12 and 15. It's talking about the way I used to be or who I used to be. And maybe you too. But Proverbs 12 and 15. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes. Yeah, the guy was just drunk as drunk can be. I know you don't do this no more, but I'm saved too. And so you're going you gonna to... Do all you're doing, but you say, yeah, I'm saved too. All you got to do is love folk. And I know I drank a little too much, but I love everybody. And this liquor right here helps me to love everybody. And my preacher let me know that, that nobody can ever take my salvation from me. So no matter what I do, I'm okay. I said, brother, you're going to bust air wide open and I'm going to show you why if you don't get yourself together. I took him to Galatians 5 and showed him the works of the flesh, took him to the book of Revelations 21 and 22 and showed him exactly who, who was going to be put into the lake of fire. And uh, he dropped the ball. He hated he dropped the ball, but he was listening and he just dropped the ball when I pointed out that uh, folk doing such and such were going to do it. And one of them hit him and he just dropped the ball. And when he dropped it, he cursed, but he just, but he was so startled when I read that. And then I turned around and I said, now show me what your preacher showed you and said, you're going to go to heaven anyhow. He couldn't show me. He couldn't show me. He said, well, he was a wino. Let me tell you something. There are folk that's out there right now that know the scripture. 
maybe a wino, maybe a drug addict, or what have you. Maybe even be a, be a street person, live on the street. But you'll be amazed at folk who were once in the church, in God, but but left for some reason or another. How many understand? But see, when you become a fool, you think that your way is the right way. I think I'm all right. No, you ain't. See, see that that's what makes you up. When you think. And see, th- th- there are people that get caught up in the well, well, I know what he's saying, but this is what I think. Look, this 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 right here is Booker than Walker. See this right here? Everything I'm preaching, you know who have to live it? I do. Don't ever think that the preacher is saying something that he ain't got to do. But when you become a fool, a sure sign that you are a fool is when you think that your way is the right way. When you start talking, say, well, I know pastors don't believe in this, but I do. Well, was it pastors? Is it pastor saying he don't believe it or is it pastor saying that's what the scriptures say? Because if it's just between what you believe, your opinion and pastor's opinion, both of you can have your opinion. But the Bible is clear. Let every man be a liar, but let God, who equates his word, be true. That's the reason I tell Father, you just don't tell him. I said it. You tell him that, look, the scripture says such and such. And pastor brought out according to the scripture such and such. But whenever you got somebody saying stuff based upon what they think, I don't see nothing wrong with it. Oh, okay. Well, you got your, you got your opinion. You know, because that was the Eve thing. Hey, Adam. Hey, I done ate it. Hey, look at me. Hey, ain't nothing wrong. Come on. Eat a little bit. I feel pretty good, Adam. Eat a little bit, too. She was okay with it even though she knew that God told her not to do it. She was okay with it. I'm going to tell you something. When I do wrong, guess what? I'm just wrong. I'm just wrong. I ain't going to try to justify. I'm just wrong. You get to the point when you're wrong, you're just wrong. Don't be trying to fix it. No, you wrong. You just wrong. That's that's all of us. And let me let me tell you something, big shot. You gonna be wrong. That gonna come a time to where you gonna be wrong. And when that happens, don't be trying to explain or justify. You just wrong. Cause you got some folk with uh, you did such a pastor. Let me tell you why. No, if you're wrong, hey, you're just wrong. You're just wrong. It took me some time to get to that place to where I, I could just say I'm, I'm, I'm wrong. Because I used to try to fight it. But I have learned if I'm wrong, I'm just wrong. Lord have mercy. Y'all okay? All right. All right. Okay. We're going to Proverbs 14. What is good teaching? But I got to leave you. 
I got to leave. But I got to give you Proverbs 14 and 12 before I leave. Proverbs 14 and 12. There is a way that seems, help me, to a man. But its end is a way of what? I know you believe that and I believe this. I think this is the way. But you know that ain't Bible. Yeah, but I'm okay with this right here. I think this is the right way. Because everybody got their way, and I think this is the right way. This is the way I choose to go. If you choose in something other than God's word, that's the wrong way. I'm just being honest with you. That, that's the wrong way. Look, look how powerful this is. There is a way that seems right to a man. But the end thereof is destruction. And you know, you can apply that to every aspect of life. You can be thinking, oh man, this is what I need to do. You better make sure. Man, I done thought that something was the thing that I needed to do. And it turned out to be one of the worst decisions I ever made. Every decision you make should be based upon the written and reveal word of God. Every decision. Don't ever make a decision that you think is right, but you but you don't really know if it's what God would have you do. Because if you do, it's a mistake. I can't tell you how many marriages that folk ended up knowing this is a mistake right here. I thought this was what I wanted, but this ain't what I wanted. You hear me? Am I smiling? Look at somebody and say, walk a serious about this. You better watch out for that way that seemed help me right. But the end thereof is what? Death, ruin, sorrow, trouble. And sometimes you, you can go down that way and it's hard to get out of it. That's the reason don't, don't be swift to make a decision unless you know it's God in it. Lord, I'm preaching. Back in, back in uh, Psalm 119, 104, as I close, I'm going to the first part of the verse as I close. If you don't have it by now, you're not going to get it. Psalm 119, 104, the first part. The psalmist said, through your precepts, I get understanding. See, the reason he hated every false way is because of God's precepts. When you get into the word of God, it, it'll show you the whole truth. I love what Jesus said in John 8, 31 and 32. He, he said, you'll know the truth. And get this, and the truth will make you free. What I used to love, the, the reason it is no longer a problem is because of the truth, because of God's precept. Now I get to think, man, how could I have messed myself up with all that dope? How could I have ruined so many lives doing what I was doing 
and thinking I, I, I had it going on. Man, I messed up a lot of folk. I messed up my share of folk. I lied, I cheated, and so forth. You know what I'm talking about when, it, when you're in sin? I messed folk up. But, but I thought when I was doing it that it was cool, hip, and so forth. But I was messing folk up. And it took God opening up my eyes and showing me the truth to where I learned that, man, that, that, that poison that I loved to put in my vein was killing me. And when I was giving it to others, it was killing them. But it took his word. And, and so the thing that I used to, the things that I used to love, I started hating because the word showed me better. Thinking that I always had to struggle. I just, I just thought that. Because that's what I had seen. I, I remember I remember times we 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 hoping we're gonna get something for Christmas. We didn't know we're gonna get nothing for Christmas. We just hoping we're gonna get something for Christmas. Remember Daddy waiting, well, if the check comes, we're gonna get I'm just waiting on the check. Type business here, he waiting on the check. So we done we done put the list in. This what we want, but if the check comes. It ain't going to happen. You know what you call that? A struggle. But I learned in the Bible, I, I, that ain't what God wants for me. But the only, only reason I understood that is because of his, his precepts. And see what he said? He said, through your precepts, I, I, I got some understanding. Through your precepts, I, I found out what should and shouldn't be. I found out what I should and shouldn't say. I found out what I should and shouldn't believe. Through your precept, now I know what you want me to have. I know you came that I might have life and have it more. But simply because of your precept. I know that despite the climate of the world, that what you say is what's going to last. I understand that you want me to be the head and not the tail. You want me to live above only and never beneath. I understand that you want me to be blessed when I step up and when I step back. I understand that you want to bless me. Good measure. Press down, shaking together and running. Go. I understand that you not only want to bless me, but you want to cause me to be a blessing to so many others. So I refuse because I understand to go back to the way I used to be. I don't even let poverty come to my door. Poverty ain't allowed at my house. I can't. It's not a part of my makeup. I can do all things through Christ because he gives me the strength. Struggle? No. That's over. Because of understanding. But you have to believe that. 
You, you have to understand what God wants for you to the point to where you never think certain things. And when those thoughts come across your mind, you, you immediately dismiss them. You never allow certain things to come out your mouth. You never allow to come out your mouth. You can't afford, child of God. You don't do that. How you gonna be? How you gonna be royal and talk like that? Huh? How you gonna be royal and talk? Oh, you don't even think you royal. So when he said you are an heir of God and a joint heir of Christ, you don't even believe that. God is a king. Bible said he king of. See, when you get an understanding, it's just certain things you don't say, you don't think, you don't do it. Even when they come across your mind, you, you dismiss them. And see, that's what he's saying. He hates every false way. You ain't going to never be nothing. No, that ain't talking about me. You know you can't afford. That ain't talking about me. You know you ain't going to be able to go. That ain't talking about me. I'm not only going to go there. I'm going to go there, there, and there. You know you ain't never had me. Yeah, I probably ain't never had it, but I'm finna have it. Why? Because of my understanding. And the only way you get understanding that calls you to see who you are in God's eyes and not your family's eyes is through his word. I love my father, but if I would have walked in some of the ways of my father, I would be in poverty. I would be struggling. I love certain folks that I came up with. Love some of you. But if I talk like some of you talk, I would be messed up. If I thought like some of you think, I would be messed up. You put me down, Pastor? No, I'm telling the truth. You got, you got a, when you get understanding, you take what you, you take that, because understanding means to grasp something. Get this. And the root meaning of understanding means that you're going to just separate mentally. You're going to separate. Look, God God don't want me to be that. He want me to be that. He don't want me to be the tail. I know that. He want me to be the head. So, So when it comes to the tail, that's a false way for you. I'm not going that way. That ain't the way he want me to go. Death and life in the power of the tongue. He don't want me to talk like the tail. That's a false way if I'm going to talk like the tail. How do I know it? Because through his precepts, I get what? And I'm going to stop right there because I'm, I'm finished start rolling. Thank you for listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. Please stop by our website for more information on our church at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly.